Sometimes life is messy. Have you ever wished you could refocus your mind, home, relationships, and work life? Join us as we use research-based information to make practical changes and simplify life. This is Life Simplified. Welcome back to Life Simplified. We hope you're enjoying our podcast and have been thinking about ways to reset in this year. And so today, um, we're actually going to be talking about resetting our health. And we're going to be talking about how to do that by exercising and eating. Um, kind of like last week, we talked about uh, resetting our finances and spending leaks. So we're going to identify things and ways we can improve in our health. So um, first off, we're going to be talking about exercising. So as you all may know or may not know, there are different types of exercises. So I'm going to start out asking my co-podcasters, what is your favorite type of exercise? Sorry. (laughs) So she's laughing. I I was going to say nothing, but I mean, (laughs) hey, it's fine. Sorry. We're being honest here. It is. I'll let y'all go on. I'll think about what mine is. Okay. So what is an exercise that you do or done before and maybe not your favorite because sometimes people don't think it's their favorite things i like to kickbox Mm, that's a good one and i would say it was my favorite too i like dance fitness because i danced in high school and so i can trick myself into thinking i'm just having fun instead of exercising because i'm one of those people that i have never hit that runner's high i don't really know what that is i think y'all are fibbing to me to be honest but i do feel that like if i can dance if i can feel like i'm just having a good time i probably would think mine would be yoga yoga is one thing that i can get into and then i can relax from and that so so i do like to exercise just not as much as some others, though. <laughs> I'm being honest. Hey, so. be honest. No, yes. it's fine. And um, I do, um, I guess mine would be running. Well, mine's more like a jog walk. You know, it's not like a full force run. But i um, glad you all um, kind of talked about the different activities that you all do because that kind of leads into the different types of exercise and then how often we need to do those during the week. And so moderate intensity, which some of you all kind of talked about, that's just anything that gets your heart beating faster. And so um, that, some examples is are just walking, could be riding your bike, uh, taking your dog for a walk, just something that kind of gets your heart up and going. Um, something I mentioned a while ago was pushing a lawnmower. So if you push a lawnmower and get your heart rate up, you're sweating, that is, does, is considered exercise. And so if you are primarily doing that, you are trying to get 150 minutes of that a week. And so then the next is vigorous intensity, which we talked about running, which could be the dancing or kickboxing. And so if you're doing that, you do a little bit less, which is 75 minutes. So I don't want you to feel overwhelmed like, oh, my gosh, 150 minutes. But if you break it down, it's not saying you have to do like certain amounts and certain times. So whether it's like 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there or, you know, 30 minutes at lunch or after work. So you can break it up. 
And then it's also important to do muscle strength activities. And so um, Joni mentioned yoga. That is a stretching, relaxing, and then also it does strengthen your muscles. If anyone's done yoga before, um, it's tough. It's tougher than it really looks. It is. I go to the beginner classes, just saying. Hey, it's, but um, yeah. And so doing that activity on top of whether you're doing the um, moderate or vigorous activity, doing some kind of muscle strength training at least twice a week. And so it sounds like it's a lot. And sometimes it is. Um, but I think today we're just going to try to think about ways to reset and incorporate just some or something into it. So you all have um, talked about what your favorite or something you enjoy exercise. My next question is, how much exercise do you get in a week? Hmm. Are you going to slap oh. our hands? Oh, no, my. I'm not slapping your hands because look, <laughs> I'm, I'm I used to exercise a lot. And then I had my son and, you know, I try to do it when I can. Sometimes it's a couple hours. Sometimes it's five minutes. Like, it just depends. So what's mm-hmm. what's your all look like? Ugh. Mine is very similar. I used to, that was, physical activity was my hobby before I met and married my husband. And so that was something that I did all the time. And then it was a drastic change. When priorities shifted. So I, if you're asking me how much I do now, I would say 15 to 30 minutes several times a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when it happens, but it has to happen early in the morning. And you didn't ask that question, uh, but okay. I was like, if so I can. So you're a morning person. Yes. If I can do my exercise in the morning, then I can usually get that 15 minutes in on the on the work days. Okay. I personally, I, I'm just going to tell myself, I'm not doing any exercise right now. Um, sometimes I'm, it's just hard to keep my head above water and it's not a priority to me right I now. It's like, I got a treadmill. Okay, Joni, you're going to get in there and walk. Well, by the time I get home, like I'm so tired, I don't want to do it. And I'm not a morning person either. I've tried to be a morning person to be able to get up and do exercise like some people. So I'm just going to tell myself right now, I'm not doing any. So, Well, she said she wasn't slapping any hands, so no, I think we're okay. I just don't want no judgment to from our listeners either. So, you know. Judgment-free zone. Exactly. So I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not perfect, and I haven't got haven't got that in my schedule just yet. So maybe, well, we will be talking about scheduling and maybe some routines, but yeah. we are talking about resetting. So now that you're thinking about it. Now's the time for me to do it. Now's the time to think about it. All right. Yeah. So no judgment from me, Joni, whatsoever, because I'm also very much in a, a lull pattern right now. And I find that the amount of exercise I get, it, it really goes in a cycle depending on what's going on in my life at the time. And so, like, if we're talking... During COVID shutdown, I was killing it. Like it, it was almost a daily thing, at least five days a week. It was priority. I had time. And then you know, things shift and they change. And so for me right now, I'm in a lull. And I think, you know, part of it, too, is like, how busy are you at home? Are you the primary caregiver? Um, do, you know, what what is happening? And my, my husband is a farmer. And so we've just come out of a really busy season with harvest. And so... 
like you just keeping my head above water. Like I'm just trying to get the kids where they need to go, do my job, make sure everything in the house is kind of all together. And so, yes, I would, I would say like it's not a priority at this point, and and it needs to be. I feel that. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited that we're going to talk about what we can do because I I'd like to brainstorm with you ladies on how do I make this more of a priority. I agree with that, Tiffany, very much. Yeah, definitely. And thanks for pointing out that it depends on where you're at because, and we've mentioned that before, like, you know, before we had, you know, families and kids and stuff, it was easier to do. Um, So my next question is to maybe get you thinking about it a little bit. So can you think of a time that maybe you could add it in add some, some type of exercise? So we talked about the moderate intensity and then we talked about vigorous. So just different things, whether it's pushing your lawnmower or I don't know, Reagan leaves pushing snow or vacuuming sometimes, um, or maybe running or just some yoga. Um, what are some ways that you all think that you may be able to incorporate that into your to your daily lives. I don't want you to sign me up for vacuuming. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Don't sign me up for that one. But something that I could do would be to add in a walk or two on um, maybe the weekends as a family. That was something that we really got into during, um, during the height of COVID when we were at home a lot. That was one of the things that we did. We would go for a walk in the evenings. Um, it It's a little cold at the moment, but we could bundle up and maybe even just walk around the yard and do something like that. Yeah. Um, when COVID hit, you know, a lot of us was working from home and after I'd, I mean, I'd be there all day, so I'd want to go outside. So I was the same way. So I was more active when, when I worked from home and during COVID. One thing that I've got to thinking about, too, and um, we have a walking trail down in Livingston County right beside our building and going on my lunch break just for 15, 20 minutes. I can incorporate that at least, you know, maybe two to three times a week, you know, when I'm there. And I mean, I I could easily, you know, be able to do that. Like you said, Ashley, I just have to bundle up and don't forget my tennis shoes. So. Yeah, so for me, I think I am guilty in a lot of areas of my life of wanting to be very all or nothing. I'm very like, let's do this 100% or I can't give it 100%, so I'm just going to back off and not do it. And so, like I mentioned during um, the shutdown, I was was doing a 25-minute HIIT workout five days a week. And it it was like I needed to do that. And it, it it was good for me um, in more ways than just physically, I think, mentally and just, you know, having that outlet. But then when things got busy again and I couldn't do five days a week, it was really easy to just not do it at all. And so I think for me, trying to let go of that, it has to be all or nothing mentality. And, you know, just try shoot for two days and see how that goes. And if I can get that to be a routine, um, and something that becomes a habit for me, then, you know, add a, add a third day. But I think we all kind of get in the trap of if I can't do this all the way every day, I just shouldn't do it. And I think we sell ourselves, sell ourselves short. I know I do that to myself a lot. So I think I just need to try and go back to what I enjoyed and what worked, but bring it down a little bit. So it feels more manageable, more doable. 
I think that's a really good point because that that happens to me a lot too. It's it's very much all or nothing, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if I'm not going to do this every single day, and you caught me at a good time, like I am getting up in the mornings and I'm doing. 15 minutes of yoga stretching in the mornings like you caught me on a good day but what about that day that yeah I forget and then I'm like oh well if I forgot yesterday maybe I'll just forget today and tomorrow and the next day so it's it is really easy to get in that pattern of not once you stop and especially if you are thinking well I've got to do it every single day or it's not worth it just one thing we also need to take into consideration, don't make a go that you can't reach. Mm-hmm. You know, don't set yourself up for failure either. Just like you said, Tiffany, you was all or nothing, you know, mm-hmm. and we need to make sure that we don't, you know, set our, ourselves up for failure because we do that a lot of times when we sit there and say, well, I'm going to work out seven days a week, two hours, a, two hours each day. Well, is that realistic? Maybe for some people, but I know us four ladies here, it's not realistic for us. Mm -hmm. So we just need to think about that too. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. And because when I coming back, um, trying to incorporate exercise after I had my son, I'm still trying to do that. But I started out and I'm sometimes I'm still this way. I need an hour, just give me an hour a week. So it wasn't I didn't hit these goals. And I had it took me a while to really like, it's okay if I don't, I'm doing something. Um, So yeah, so I would take an hour. Now I'm trying to transition to twice a week. And then, so just trying to add that in. And one thing I noticed that I wasn't doing was the muscle strength exercises. And I was like, well, how can I do that? Well, when I'm playing with my son on the floor, I'll use him as a weight. And he thinks it's like the best thing ever. And I'm just like, you know, trying to do uh, like leg lifts or something like that. And I'll just, he's laughing and having fun. So just, I'm trying to be more creative. So it may not meet exactly what I need to be doing, but I'm, doing better than I was before. And I think we've kind of talked about that with all the resetting things that we've done this time. You brought up a really good point about uh, about your son. Uh, our children see what we do. Mm-hmm. And if you're, we are setting a good example for our children too, then our children will want to go do the same thing that we've done. So that's really good that, you know, you're using him as a weight or he thinks it's funny in that. So, but he's seeing you do that. So then they'll want to do what we're doing. So, yeah, he does laugh at me a lot because <laughs> I'll do, I'll put him like on the floor and play and I'll do some 15 minute exercises and he'll just stare at me and just laugh. And I'm like, do I look funny? Like, what is this? But yeah. So just making those small changes um, with that. So that's kind of actually going to move us into talking about eating a little bit better. And uh, so if you are familiar with the MyPlate, um, we'll link a resource in there. Um, but so the MyPlate is just a visual aid for us to kind of think about what we need to be incorporating into our meals. And so, um, like I said, we'll we'll tag a link in. Um, so the, the plate, just trying to describe it to you on this podcast, is half of it, your plate will be fruit and vegetables. And then you're going to have grains, like a section will be grains, which and they recommend that half of your grains be whole grains. And then you're going to have your dairy and then you're going to have your protein as well. And so thinking about what our plate's supposed to look like, which is half fruits, vegetables, and then some grains, some protein, and then our dairy. 
So I want to know, and I think this is funny because I, I like asking this question, especially to um, high schoolers or middle schoolers. And they're like, what? What? I don't remember. So maybe <laughs> you all will be a little bit better. What did you have for breakfast? And did it meet some of the criteria for my plate? This is a no judgment zone. Remember that? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to fess up once more. I had coffee. That was all I had this morning. And I'm like you, um, I taught nutrition for 15 years as a SNAPED senior assistant. So this is where my wheelhouse was before I took this position. And asking people like, or doing a 24-hour food recall is what, what we called it, and asking them what they've eaten within the last 24 hours. And I try to really hard to lead by example of my things too. But since you asked that, and I'm not leading by example today, I had coffee, so... <laughs> Okay, so your breakfast was coffee. Yep. All right. Anybody else? So if you know me, I eat the same thing every morning for breakfast. So I, I laugh because the ladies in this room have gone to conferences with me and trainings, and they know it's true. They can vouch for it. Um, I, too, had coffee, and that that's a staple. Got to have that. I understand that. But then I, I also have a bar every morning, like a um, – not a protein bar, like a grain bar – um, and so I'm not, I'm not going to shout out any specific names because I'm not right, going to yeah. encourage anyone, but yeah, I have that every morning, whether it's either like a honey oat bar or a blueberry bar, but that, that's what I do. So I guess like with, if I have my blueberry bar, I got a little bit of fruit and some grains in there, but I'm probably stretching, but a little bit, but that's every day for me. So I'm a creature of habit and that routine I've been stuck with for a while now. I have just recently become a coffee drinker, I would say probably in the last year or so. So I had coffee this morning. But if intentions count, I was also going to eat an apple. What I like to do is space my breakfast out. So I start with coffee, and then a little while later I have an apple, and then a little while later I have some crackers. All right, we'll let your intentions count yeah it just didn't happen today so so you didn't need anything or you i had coffee okay just coffee yeah. so two coffees all right um so for me i had a like peanut butter and jelly sandwich so not the best but i did eat you know so that's important you hit you three you hit three of the I did. Food groups yeah i had coffee too which is not you know the best but um, but I also, I like to snack. I don't know if you're all snackers. So, but I did have some apples and some cheese before, you know, a little bit after I get hungry. I don't know. I just like to eat, I guess. So thinking about your all's breakfast, what can you try to strive to do differently? And even if it's just eat breakfast, what to meet the plate, to, to try to think about what you can add in. They would, you know, make your plate a little bit fuller and reach, you know, the my plate goal. I can actually eat the apple next time. All right. She's going to eat her apple. Fix and then it. what else? You said you had crackers a little bit later? A little is bit that? later. I have some crackers. Okay. So mm -hmm. you're meeting two. Sometimes an egg sandwich. Okay. Just kind of depends on the morning, but that's not a regular. The apple and the crackers, that's the regular. Joni's laughing at me because she knows it's true. <laughs> Exactly. Is there something that you can do to make it easier to eat the apple, to actually eat it? Or is it like you forgot or is it what it wasn't convenient to it eat? It wasn't convenient. 
So if I maybe eat it before I leave the house, that might help. Because usually I wait until I'm already at the office to eat the apple. And today that just didn't happen. And that's okay. I probably would fix that smoothie that I have the ingredients in my refrigerator and freezer for. So, you know, and that's hitting my fruits and my my dairy. So, and I could actually probably um, fix some oatmeal with it too. And I could hit my grains. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. So, and then my protein, I could do like some bacon that I pre-cooked, you know, before, you know, for the week in that. So, I could hit a, have a couple of pieces of bacon for my protein. So... Smoothies are always a good option. They're yes, easy. and, and I, I like seriously do have stuff in my refrigerator and my freezer for it. I just hadn't had time to fix it for me in the I morning. Understand. So I can't let go of my bar. Sorry, so guys. Not <laughs> letting go of the bar. Is there something you can it. add? Maybe not at the time. Maybe later. As you said, you eat crackers later. And I said, I'm like a snack. Maybe 10 o'clock. I'll eat a little, right. little something. So I was kind of looking at my, my, my plate. And so I was thinking, you know, for dairy, I could maybe have a cup of yogurt. Maybe with some fruit in it. That would be good. I'm good with that. Um, My husband has been trying so hard to get me to take um, peanut butter to work with me and, like, snack on peanut butter. He's like, you need the protein. And so, I mean, you know, to... To his disappointment, I haven't done that yet, but maybe I should I should listen to his suggestion <laughs> and, you know, I can add some, some peanut butter with my grain bar. That would probably, probably well, you taste pretty good like, together, yeah. like add it oh, together. Yeah, I was going to say or celery, mm-hmm. care, I don't mm-hmm. care. It's yeah. people eat, you know, different things with peanut butter. I'll yeah. give you some crackers. You can have that there you with go. Your crackers. <laughs> you all can be for breakfast yeah. or a second breakfast, maybe. Right. <laughs> hey, you could actually put far as peanut butter and oatmeal too. Oh, that's true. Just saying. Oh. Yeah. All so right. maybe additions to to my normal breakfast. You know, gotta gotta keep my habit going, but right. I add something extra. I understand, and that's okay. But at least it's just getting you thinking about maybe ways that you can improve, because I think in what we're going to kind of talk about at the the end is just kind of like setting routines to maybe make these things happen. But it's, it's hard. And you mentioned the realistic, you know, we're not, a lot of people think like the new year, the new me, I'm going to have a diet and I'm going to stick to it. And I'm going to, you know, exercise every day, or I'm going to not, you know, cut back on what I'm eating or not eat sweets at all, you know, and I don't, I'm sure you all maybe or your kids maybe kind of like if you tell them not to do something, they do it anyway. So if you're like, I'm not going to eat sweets for six months, what are you going to crave? Sweets, right? So it's just thinking about not to, you don't have to go all in, but just those small changes and making it a daily habit and just changing your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so just trying to think of ways to do that, I think, is the most important when thinking about health and just resetting things. And so thinking about routines, um, some tips and we'll and we'll link this as well. And I'm going to just read off five different things that you can do to create healthy routines. And then so while I'm reading those, you all think about and I'm going to ask you if there's one of these things that you do well or maybe one that you think, hmm, I can try to incorporate this to make my routines a little bit better. 
All right. So you can personalize your routine. So that means, you know, don't compare yourself to others and just try to think about what works best for you. And we've talked a little bit about that. Keeping it simple. So focus on small things. So whether it's um, I'm only going to have one suite this week. And then maybe gradually, like, I'm going to have one suite every two weeks. So increasing it, but just keeping a simple thing. And stick to your habits. So that is just, it's hard to do. Um, But so an example is kind of like, maybe incorporating your activity into something you're already doing. So an example on here was, or that I've read about is when you're watching TV, is there, could you do some squats or push-ups or something like that? Kind of like when I said, um, when I'm playing with my son, I kind of try to incorporate. So stick with what you're doing, but find ways to incorporate it in. And then um, add something in it for you. So we kind of, we really talked about um, when we've talked about self-care and things like that. So, you know, adding it in and devoting it to your self-care routine. So, and then the last thing is that recognize that not every day will be perfect and that's okay. And we have talked about that a lot. And, and so out of these five things, is there something that you all want to maybe focus, improve, or I'm like, you're like, Hey, I'm crushing it. Well, I would say the recognizing that not every day will be perfect and that that's okay. That's the one that stuck out to me as and even when we were talking a little bit earlier I was thinking yeah you have to you can't be so hard on yourself because not every day is going to go exactly like you planned for it to go and if you just beat yourself up because you only got zero minutes of physical activity instead of that 15 that you planned or that hour long that you planned um, then that's just going to make it harder for you to do it again the next day so just recognizing that it's not perfect and if y'all want to just repeat that to me multiple times then we'll just be we'll be good well that kind of falls into keeping it simple too you know both of them they're different but they're so hand in hand because Mm -hmm. well like I said well ago you know setting yourself up for failure so you want to make sure that you, you start out slow like Amanda, like you said, you know, just making them small changes. And I got to remind myself, you know, just because I didn't do it yesterday, I can still do a little bit today. Maybe not, I may not do something the next day. So, but then I need to, so I don't, don't need to beat myself up, you Mm -hmm. know, for if I'm not doing the same routine as everybody else. So yeah, not comparing yourself to others. And that's hard. That Mm -hmm. is really hard because I do that a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. and as women, I think some of us do, and there are some that don't, but I just need to remember myself that I need to take care of me and not worry about anybody else and start out small. Keep it simple. Yes. And piggybacking off of that, where you said keep it simple, I was staring at personalize your routine and not comparing yourself to others. You know, like comparison is is the thief of joy like it steals our joy and it's so hard not to because we we do see everybody else's highlight reel whatever they put on facebook and instagram and any social media you know everybody's putting the best of the best on there and so when we're comparing our worst day to someone else's best day that can be really defeating at times and so remembering that like my routine is mine my healthy routines are mine it may not look like someone else but that doesn't mean that it's not good and that it's not good for me and my family because everyone's different I think it's like when we've talked about these other resets 
it's going to look different for everybody. Like self-care is different for everybody. Something that, you know, fills you up may totally exhaust someone else. And I think it's the same way with our healthy routines. Like what works for you? Um, How are you making those small changes that make big differences um, over over the long run for you and your family and, and not feeling like, oh, I need to keep up with this other person because we don't know what their struggles are behind closed doors. And so we may have something in our life that we're doing great and we're on top of that they're struggling with and so just keeping keeping it to ourselves and and not comparing I think is really helpful I agree I think one thing I'm gonna for me to try to do better is to stack my habits Mm -hmm. um and I've tried it I'm you know like I I mentioned earlier I'm, I'm starting to do that and just recognizing that it's okay and that I can, you know, do these things when I can do them and I can only and start making them a routine. I think I really need to do that um, intentionally. So maybe and we've mentioned that before being more intentional mm-hmm. about what we're doing. So I'm I really like our whole, you know, January reset. Mm-hmm. I think all these things do tie in together and it's great. So thank you all so much for sharing with me today. And hopefully you all did not judge us too much. Um, we, But as our title of our podcast is Life Simplified. And we talked about how we were going to share our real selves with you all and, and make trying to find ways for us to simplify life. And that's what we're doing. All right. So thank you all so much for joining us today. Hopefully um, you all have enjoyed it and you are starting to think about ways to reset and you join us for our next podcast, which is going to be about resetting our relationships. And that's going to be a great one. And we look forward to it. And thank you all again. Thanks for listening to Life Simplified. We are family and consumer sciences agents with the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service. Contact us at lifesimplifiedpodcast at gmail.com.